didn't tell me. <laughs> you can continue with your story. <laughs> Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique podcast heard of its kind every week at www.homohappyhour.com. This is episode 24. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John, and this is going to be a special episode. It's a continuation of episode 23 that if you go back and listen to at the end, Jose the Emperor and I were celebrating the life of one Stephen J. Adana, who is a local community activist in the Orlando area, a patient mentor, peer mentor, patient advocate, and we're going to continue with that. Jose the Emperor's idea has now spawned something that I think we want to do. And that is celebrate life of local Orlando, Orange County, Winter Park community people, and celebrate their life whenever they leave this plane. So even though it is a serious subject, there's still sprinkled some not-so-serious stuff in it. But this is real. So, let's join back in the conversation, and Jose the Emperor, take it away, talking about the time bandit. I'm his Yoda. Yeah? I am his Yoda, yes. How so? I mean, what, do you talk to him in funny voices? Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded a little, you were hungry. Mm, hungry I am not. <laughs> Tonight, Yes. More. Many. Good. Good. You have the good Yoda voice. I can't do that. <laughs> it took me a while to, to get to that voice and be like, mmm. Yeah, Loopy, yes. <laughs> Loopy X. Loopy, yes, you are. <laughs> uh, not as loopy as I was last night. You know, I... I you know, you you know, you had your your get together last night, and, and I had, you had I had a get together with with one of my really 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 good uh, coworkers. Your work husband. Yes, my <laughs> yes, my uh, my non-gay straight work husband. As yeah. one has to have. Of course. It's a must. Yeah, yeah. I've been no, I've been working with him for for a number of years. Uh, so really... y'all been non-gay gayly married? How long? <laughs> um. Actually, I... Uh, From 9 to 5 only. Yes. Uh, no, I've been working with him for, what, four? Four? Actually, I've, yeah. been, I've been there for about five years. But um, full, you're full, you've been there full-time three, a little less so, than three, two. So part-time for two years, and yeah. then full-time, uh, this would be my second Because when I actually met Time Bandit at your Christmas party, that was three years ago... Right, and you were you were still, I was still working part at the, time. I was still yeah, I was part time there, and I was still working for the uh, poor the, thing. You were miserable. The sweatshop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the sweatshop. Yes. Yeah. You're um, miserable. You're such oh, a happier God. person now. And that's yeah. why I never had you on the show before. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know, when you work in, you know, you have two jobs. You have a full time job, and you have a part time job. You're working crazy hours. You, I literally didn't have a day off. There was no day off. Mm-hmm. My day off was Friday at five o'clock until Saturday, twelve o'clock or one o'clock, because mm-hmm. I that was the only free time I had. 
Um, but yeah, I had two phones. And it was, yeah, it was a nightmare. You, a lot of my friends will say that there was the, the work Jose, and then there was the normal Jose. And the work Jose was like... Normal, again, and the work is Jose, subjective. Right. But, but the work Jose was like, mm, leave me alone. I'm like, oh, crap, I got a phone call. You know how many times I, I would go to the pee house and we'd watch the shows on Friday nights, and my work phone would ring? I'd have to leave, answer the phone, and then I couldn't get back in. Your question, you asked the question, how many, can I guess how many times? Fifteen. Oh, uh, well, you asked. I mean, did you, were you just asking? I I, I was, yeah, it was a facetious You didn't want. A facetious uh, thing. You and your facetiousness. The facetiousness. So, but, but, okay, so let's go back on to this because you've been speaking. So, so in, in my, in my normal life, my regular life. Uh, Normal is so subjective. You you keep using that term. So uh, the world outside of our radio show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I work in the HIV field. I have been working in the HIV field for, since I've been in Florida, volunteering and, and where I'm at now. Um, And in the HIV community, it's a very, very small tight knit group. Um, Mm -hmm. And we all, we literally all know each other, even from working mm-hmm. with the Department of Health. Um, and a lot of y'all, you, you find many people that worked at this, then work here, you know, many back yeah. and forth. Yeah, around. and it's interesting because a lot of us, a lot of us did start, it's interesting, in Orlando, a lot of us started at the LGBT Center. Yes. Volunteering in, yes. in some fashion. And so I volunteered and I became uh, an HIV tester and I still do uh, HIV testing along with a number of other responsibilities. And I got to meet extraordinary individuals well you still do oh i still do but it, it led me to you did it yeah and, and one, oh yeah from project and, Red. And in one shape or another starting off at the center i everybody mm-hmm. branches off and yeah so if it wasn't i for, didn't think of it that yeah, way if it wasn't for that yeah um so but as i said i've met so many extraordinary individuals uh from from activists to people that you know are just want to help in general so, uh, yesterday I had gotten uh, a text while I was at work, and actually I got a phone call, and I'm like, I'm busy, what's up? And I got a text saying that uh, a mutual friend of ours had passed away, and his name was Steve Adana. And if you mention the word Steve Adana in the HIV field here in Florida, but especially in the Orlando community, uh, everybody knows that name. Steve was larger than life. Um, he was in the very beginning in, uh, in New York City and in California when HIV and AIDS hit mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the 80s. He, he was never, never ashamed to talk about his HIV status. Um, As one shouldn't be if yeah. you're there with it. Yeah, HIV doesn't define who you are. So I'd gotten the text and I immediately made a, a phone call and, and I'm, I, was, I was in a state of shock. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve influenced and touched on so many lives. Yes, even if you, like, like by name, I didn't know by name, and yeah, I've you didn't been, know him. I've but been in the moment the I HIV, sent you a picture, but of the him. moment I saw him, the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. But yeah. Yeah, everybody, so, everybody knows. You know, him. even if you're like long-termer, you've been active in the HIV yeah. community. Yeah. Um, it's, 
when he moved. Never a crossword. You never hear. He's one of those people you never hear anyone have anything bad to say. Nope. nope. Um, so he uh, he lived in New York, moved to uh, California, where he met the love of his life. Mm. Um, he was there for many, many years, and then uh, the love of his life eventually passed away. And he came to uh, Florida. He ended up, um, he found the LGBT center, uh, became an HIV tester through that. Uh, and then he moved over to Hope and Help. And that in Orlando, once he moved to Hope and Help, he just blossomed from there. He was, a, I believe when he first started, he was a, a, a peer. A peer, a peer mentor he was. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know what peer mentoring is, is peer mentor is a person that for the most part is HIV positive and helps individuals that are newly diagnosed or that are, you know, HIV positive in general. And anyone that needs, if yeah. you, it's, it's a mentor is not in that same sense of I'm going to teach correct. you. It's more of a, it's a more peer in the sense of if you have questions. Yeah, um, he, yeah, know, he, 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 na they navigate, they, they help you navigate the system. Yes. Uh, like to, a patient advocate. Exactly. That's exactly what they are. Yes. Uh, you know, they they go with you for your first few appointments. Yes. Uh, you know, they they will literally help get the medication for you, send it to you. They do everything. So that's how he started here in Orlando. And then over time, you know, Steve's name, Steve touched so many lives in in our, in our field. But then he ended up creating uh, a group called Restart mm -hmm. over at Hope and Help, and he started it with uh, with Scott. That just it was a it was a unique support group. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I went to one of them just to see what how it was, and it was very very supportive. But it, he decided I think he ended up doing it so that it was more informative for people. So he would have doctors, and uh, I think a couple of times he had some local politicians mm -hmm. go and talk to the members, and the the members were a, a diverse group of, of individuals. Um, you know, whether you were a lifelong, uh, you know, living uh, long, ooh, I can't even talk, <laughs> uh, you know, person living with a uh, lifelong uh, person living with HIV or if you were newly diagnosed, you know, you would go to restart. Mm -hmm. And whether you're a long termer, long termer. Or... Yeah, that, that's, you know, that's what I was trying to look for. If you're whether you're a long termer, whether you're John uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Tom, <laughs> but, you know, and, and towards the end, he was uh, he was very passionate about. Uh, helping people that and also educating people about living with HIV mm -hmm. being a long-termer mm -hmm. uh, because you know we have a lot of individuals that not only are HIV positive but that are getting up in years yeah and, and, it's and a new. lot of you have very yes it, it is very new we're, we're we were new we were guinea pigs for the meds correct we're now we're still guinea pigs for those meds because they don't know they we are what the long-term effects are of the meds mm -hmm. and like you said i mean we're yeah yeah so yeah so his his group and you know he uh yeah so he helped a lot of people even some of my co-workers um i i was speaking to one of my uh, one of my one of our peers at my job and he was just devastated, mm -hmm. absolutely devastated, um, because when when this individual moved to uh, Orlando, he somehow got connected with Restart and with Steve, and Steve helped him overcome a lot of issues. And because of Steve, this individual wanted to work as a peer mentor 
and help others. Okay. So, so Steve, not only I looked into peer mentoring with Hope and Help way back when. You know, I, I, I think you should. I mean, you know, you have you have such a capacity for for compassion and knowledge and advocacy. That's, uh, yeah. And and that, in my opinion, that is always needed. And Steve was uh, a, a huge advocate. I okay, uh, something a bell went off that I did not even think about before. I think he ran one of the um, depression groups I went to. He he was all over the place. Uh, I think he I, ran I, I, one it's of funny because I don't groups, and I actually. Uh, uh, I yeah, it was a great place to uh, meet friends for the evening too. Really? Yeah. Coffee, right? Coffee and, and donuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah. breakfast the next morning. Yeah. Okay. Look, I I uh, I will give you that. <laughs> you you meet all kind of new friends, and then you, but when you first go into those types of places, you're sitting there and you're looking around, judging everybody secretly, and some people loudly, and it's like, oh, what's her issue? <laughs> oh, look at him. He's gonna open his mouth. I wonder what his issue is. Oh, and meanwhile, someone knows that was over there creepy eyeing you, and you're like, hey, look, I'm trying to fix myself. <laughs> I'm on the clock of the mental. But no, I I, yeah. I do. I really think he. That just hit. That yeah. he, he as ran I said, one he, of the he was, groups he, I went yeah, to. He was all over the place, uh, but one, in a good way. In in a good way. Uh, but one of the things, the way I got to know Steve, uh, I got to know him outside of of work through a mutual friend of mine. Um, I got to know Steve. Steve loved Frank, Frank Sinatra. Oh. He and Steve was a singer. Steve would. Uh, do karaoke every Friday. Every actually, he did karaoke at Big Daddy's, mm-hmm. Matt's Tavern, mm-hmm. and he did it at Stonewall. And I'm sure that he did it in other places, but those oh, are the yeah. places that that I knew. And I would go every Friday after work with some friends of mine to Stonewall. You know, Stonewall was doing uh, karaoke on Fridays from like four till like ten o'clock at night or oh. nine o'clock at night. And That's a lot of karaoke. It is, but it, the interesting thing was that it was a, a, a unusual mixture of people from different ages. Yes. Yes. But primarily, it was an older crowd, and and he would sing, but he would sing like Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra made an impact on this man's life, and whenever he would do karaoke, he would get dressed to the T, from the shiny shoes to a button-down shirt. To the ties, even he e- wasn't e- doing karaoke in the here's it, this word again normal sense correct. of karaoke. He's like, look, it was I got style. to go out there and look, I got to put on a show tonight. Okay, let's make sure we are dressed to yeah, the tee. Exactly, and you know what? He he lived every day to the fullest. Uh, uh, he, he did as it. one should. And when you would hear him sing, it was like wow. And I remember as years went on. He also would sing like some James Bond theme songs from like, like for your eyes only from the sixties. Goldfinger. So he would sing Thunderbolt. Oh, uh huh. And I would say to him, Steve, could you sing the song again? And sometimes he would do it, and, I'm like, and I would see him like, Steve, 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 could you could you sing the song again? And he'd be like. If my voice is, he because he would have to bellow out the, yeah, and he would he would be like, you know, I don't know if I can do it. And I'm like, Steve, please, I'll buy you a drink, please. <laughs> I'm like, Steve, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. 
Steve was infectious. He has his laughter, his energy. I never, ever upset or get angry. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. He 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 was a he was a joy to be around. I'm so sorry for our loss, uh, the community's yeah. loss. But for yeah. your for your because you you know it affected you, and I'm I'm sorry for that. I, I, I was seeing a lot of a lot of comments about Steve. I'm. It's nice hearing the great stories that you're saying. And you know, I have friends that knew him even more. They were very close. Actually, uh, they gave him lots of drinks for their karaoke lots songs. Of drinks. Yeah. So, but. The hearing how people are reacting to you, Steve, uh, even my, 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 my close friend, the one that told me, you know, when I, uh, when I spoke to him at one point, he was just crying. And he was like, I just spoke to him over the weekend. You know, he was doing great. And, and then talking to my other coworker who he was just beside himself, other friends and so forth. So they knew him a lot better than I did. And the effect that that he had on people was just absolutely incredible, um, you know. And then too I, many people going too soon yes. lately. I mean, you you're aware, you yeah. know, you're, yeah. that we just yeah. lost. It, yeah, I mean, a, I thirty year old, a thirty year relationship friend of Paul's, exactly, and yeah. twelve of mine. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's. The, the one thing I do want to say is everybody, there are a lot of people out there in the world that think that, oh, well, you know, you have HIV, you have AIDS, you're going to die. And I hate to break it to those individuals, but people that are HIV positive that die do not die because of HIV or AIDS for the most part. It's, no. it's other things, just right. like anybody else. Right. Just like anybody else. So when I hear, when I hear people it's... talking bad about stuff, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, no, child. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. You died of AIDS or HIV. And yeah, it's like, like no, no, you don't. No. And, oh, I, I school people on all that a lot. And as yeah. you know, I yeah, mean. I, I, yeah, we have to do it too, you know. I was, myself, yesterday, I was totally humbled because of someone that I helped as an advocate. And, you know, it, it's, it's, that's one reason I'm very open about my mental health issues and my HIV status, being positive, have I mean, being an upbeat, positive person, well, but also are. having HIV um, for 22 years, knowing who I got it from, and I'm still friends with that person because it's all, to me, self-responsibility. But the reason putting this out there that way and being open about it I've been able to help people because people come to me privately. And that's what happened with this person who was on death's bed and he did not know. And I, I helped him. I don't like talking about stuff like that though. But you know, it's it's something, it's something that, that's not something to talk about. But but, you know, people do need to hear, uh, need to hear these stories. That that if you're open, that there are people that actually reach out to you. And then there are people that, come up to you later and say you saved their life and you know we have impact on others that you know we never even thought of yes you know yes um, you know i know in the line of work that i do i um you know i know that i make an impact yes you know whether it's referring people to to get on that's something i was going to talk to you about with Um, all that no because that's personal off off air that's something i was going to talk to you about was because that humbleness and that feeling is the very i i would imagine would be the same thing of 
somebody of you having to give news to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. In, in our, in our line of work and, you know, Steve had to do it too. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are the first people to, to tell someone when they come in for uh, a rapid HIV test, we're the first people that have to break that news to them. And I wonder if Steve's, you know, lifelong partners, uh, what was his name? Adam? No. That would um, be great though. I don't care if you're, I don't, I do not care if you are compatible. If you have a name of Adam and there's somebody named Steve, you need to be together. Adam and Steve. Okay. That is kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know you were going. I don't care if they're compatible. (laughs) If their name's Adam and Steve, Steve. they need to be together. They could hate each other. Do you you remember the, um, the animated series from, was it Logo? Yes. Adam and Steve? Yes, I do. They were, they were Lego people? Yes, Lego Lego figurines? Yes. And the hotel, And they were in WeHo. WeHo. The whole, the whole thing was in WeHo. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, that that was a cool, yeah, Adam and Steve. Well, that's a really good note. That's a really good note. We've kind of been all over the place, like we said. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's the beauty of our show. Um, yes. Speak. Talk um, to me. Emperor yes. Uh, actually, what I wanted to do for, for anybody that wants to know more about Steve. Steve, you know, Steve would really promote himself. So good. Uh, he, he did have a website, uh, stevenadonna.site123.me. So that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-A-D-D-O-N-A dot S-I-T-123.me. Uh, and he created this a, a long time ago. And, and you was... thought the umbrella had a lot of letters. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You know, people, please use bit.ly or something to get yes. a, a URL shortener. Or just something <laughs> like homohappyhour.com. But don't that one because it's mine. <laughs> but, yeah, I know if you want to get uh, more information about him, he had uh, a lot of different articles he wrote, videos, awards, uh, things that, you know, testimonials and so stuff. You can, so you can look him up in the Google yeah. That you brought up with, that uh, you made, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, just you know, just Google him and and so forth. He he was a very very wonderful uh, individual to get a little inspiration. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, you know, it's guys. It's we. I don't want to end the show because we're actually having a very good conversation. Well, we always do, even off, even even well, off yeah. the air. We yeah. But I, need to, but I need to make sure that I'm not... Are they baptizing people over there? Where? What are you talking about? Oh, no. They're just pushing people in the water. Oh, that's okay. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. We're going to have to come back to this part, too. But this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour. Remember, we are one human family. Sometimes and lots of times dysfunctional, but one human family. Always fight the good fight. Swing first, let justice roll. Life is too serious to be taken seriously, but you do need those serious moments every time, every so often. I'm DJ Crazy JC. I love you. And I'm your emperor. And do and, you and love them? Of course I do. But guess what? They haven't paid their taxes yet. We'll see them next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah.